the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, happy hump day to you. It's George Brockler with you on this 24th of January, 2024. Uh, I am uh, I'm the guy that sits behind the microphone on The George Show with you from 6 to 10 a.m. every Monday through Friday. After that, we dump it off to a bunch of the big-name people that you know, Charlie, Dennis, Seb, now Brandon Tatum in that uh, 4 to 7 spot. And then we come right back at 6 to 10. We, uh, we have a little bit of weather to discuss it says today 28 degrees fair high of 50 maybe today which sounds nice i don't have the normal denver 7 pictogram that the bt sets me up with because as you know from yesterday's show billy has taken more time off uh he says he's required to it's user lose time i want to believe that i could be convinced to believe that i think a lot of it is billy's just tired of coming in to do the radio i'm kidding he has sent me already a bunch of great texts about stuff going on i th- this guy clearly isn't sleeping in which i don't get i, I don't get why he won't sleep in if he's not going to be on the radio but there it is what can you do uh whether the rest of this week you can't believe any of it says wednesday also 50 degrees thursday 47 47 and then saturday 48 that all looks pretty mild when it comes to the uh to the weather out here, especially in the latter half of January. And I can't believe we're in the latter half of January, but it was really nice out there yesterday. If we had a chance to do the radio outside, I'd say we should do the radio outside. Really uh, nothing exciting is going on anywhere on the planet. I'm kidding. There was something big that happened last night. We'll end up talking about that. But uh, as you know, I'm a history guy. And of course, so are some of you. So I get some texts from folks um, who are tuning me in, into some things that are taking place. I like to do it earlier in the show. Uh, on this day in 41 CE. Now, folks, do you remember when we used to have BC and AD and the, one of the C's ha- was Christ and uh, Anno Domini was the AD? Do you guys remember that? That was back when we had the ability to acknowledge the existence not only of Christianity, but of the God that they prayed to, that's all gone now. So now this particular thing that I found says that in 41 CE, it turns out the CE means common area. I'm sorry, common era or um, Christ exempt. I'm not sure which. I don't understand the the C and the E, but it's 41. A guy named Caligula. If you've never seen the movie, don't go watch it. Just trust me. Don't go watch the movie. But the Roman Emperor Emperor Caligula murdered by the Praetorian Guard, and then his uncle took over. Now, there is a fantastic PBS series. It's an old one. I got to believe it's 70s, maybe early 80s, called I, Claudius. If you have not had a chance to check that thing out, um, it's really pretty good. And it's uh, supposed to be the history of the early Roman Empire as narrated by Claudius. 
uh, and that was a that was a fantastic show. In that case, who was the dude that played him in that? He he still shows up in uh, movies all the time. Derek Jacoby, that's his name. Derek Jacoby, who still shows up in just about anything Shakespeare. If you'll remember 1989's fantastic adaptation of Hamlet the Fifth with Kenneth Branagh, the guy that's the narrator that reads the open part of the opening part of the the movie and the play, that's Derek Jacoby as well. So that was uh that took place in 41 AD. Uh something else. On this day in 1848, that's a long time ago. I haven't really done all the math yet, but it feels like we're coming up on, I don't know, 170-something years. guy named James Wilson Marshall, Jimmy Wilson Marshall, was in California. He's in, in the American River in California, and he discovers a gold nugget near a sawmill he was building for a dude named John Sutter. That is Sutter's mill that ultimately leads to the California gold rush and all the mess that has stemmed from it since. (laughs) Also 1940, the grapes of wrath, the movie version of that thing with Henry Fonda is released. Uh, This one hits a little closer to home. 1908 guy named Robert Baden Powell, uh, Lieutenant general, He published a book called Scouting for Boys. It was a manual for self-instruction in outdoor skills and self-improvement. It becomes the inspiration for the scout movement. And uh, if you're keeping tally at home uh, underneath the roof here, we have two Eagle Scouts, including Amanda, who was part of that very first class of women that were allowed to compete for an Eagle Scout designation, and she did, of course, because she's a, a self-starter and got it all done. Then Trey, particularly proud of, uh, proud of Trey. And then last night, I don't—I should have told Jeff this. Last night, Jeff's the uh, SPL. He's the uh, senior patrol leader for Troop 373 at the moment, and they had a big meeting yesterday. And uh, he is a star, and so is Graham. So there's a little bit of neck and neck going on there as Graham insists that he's going to beat his older brother into life. That's the next level of scouting. And then Eagle Scout. And, of course, Jeff, feeling the pressure, swears that he'll get it done. But that was 1908, 1993. Thurgood Marshall, first African-American to serve on the Supreme Court, died at age 84, if you can believe that. Now, wait a minute. If I'm doing the math here and he died... In 1993, he had been on the bench. He got first appointed to the bench, geez, 26 years before he would have been 58 when he was appointed. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to make it. I don't think I'm going to make it. 2003, Tom Ridge sworn in as the first agency secretary for U.S. Department of Homeland Security. Winston Churchill passed away in 1965 on this day at age 90. Hard to imagine what Western civilization would look like today without a handful of men and women, but a handful of men at the time that made all those decisions that resulted in the defeat of Hitler. It's just hard to imagine where we'd be if there wasn't a Winston Churchill or a Dwight David Eisenhower, it's fascinating stuff. Uh, Mars landing, mid-2003, opportunity landed on the robotic rover opportunity, landed on Mars just about a year later on this day in 2000. 
four. Neil Diamond, born in 1941. And in 1989, back when we still did things like this, a guy named Ted Bundy, who was good for a minimum of 30 women that he murdered, was executed at age 42. And he had a little brush with Ted Bundy out here on the Western Slope. He escaped from custody at one point there. Uh, But we don't do that anymore. If we had caught Ted Bundy today, you and I would have paid for his ongoing existence as long as he wanted to continue to draw breath. Uh, that is this day in history. I'm trying to think if there's anything else out here. Oh, 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 oh. oh 2011. Second studio album by someone named Adele was released. That was huge. It ended up becoming the Billboard Album of the Year. Grammy Award for Album of the Year. That thing was freaking huge. And then in 2018, a guy named Larry Nasser, who was a doctor for the U.S. Olympic team, was found guilty of weight for this number molesting over 150 girls and he was sentenced to up to 175 years in prison i don't understand the up to part but if you're doing the math there that's a little more than a year per victim it feels like we ought to have something else in the in the toolbox for that one like it's 175 years but we take your junk or something, you know what I mean? Is that too harsh to simply say, I think we got to do something a little bit more than just lock you up with every other drug dealer because you've done a little something different there. Um, we have behind the glass today, Kelly uh, Michaels. Good Kelly, morning. Good morning. Hello, Kelly. Normally, not the guy that has to drag himself in here at the crack of dawn for this. Uh, Kelly, there was something big that happened in sports for Colorado yesterday, and it wasn't about a team in existence right now or a player that's even playing right now. Do you remember what that is? Refresh my memory. There was a guy um, played for the Rockies, a team that really has not done a hell of a lot since its big explosion in 2007 when it ended up winning the NLCS against our Diamondbacks or the other teams, Arizona Diamondbacks, and then went on to get swept by the Boston Red Sox. But for a time, we dreamed big. We thought, man, this is it. We're going to have a World Series. Well, the guy firmly at first place, I'm sorry, first base there was a guy named Todd Helton. And uh, yesterday, some big news for Todd. Did you find some sound on that, my man? Todd Helton rips one. Todd Helton deep and gone for his first big league home run. Here comes Colorado, and what a moment for Todd Helton. Now Helton trying to get another run in. A walk, a steal, a pass ball, and a sacrifice fly, and then a double and another double. There's a drive. Deep right. It's going. It ain't coming back. Number seven for help. It's a four-run third. The Rockies lead it four to one. Todd Elton is growing up in the major leagues. He had wrapped that previous pitch foul down the right field line. A hit. That sounds like that's it. That that's uh, Todd Helton. A couple clips from his career yesterday. He was voted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, huge, huge career accomplishment for this guy. Some folks out there listening will know this, that uh, back when he was in college, Todd Hilton was also in his junior year. He became, through an injury, the starting quarterback 
for the Tennessee Volunteers, for the Vols. But then he suffered an injury himself. And uh, the backup to Todd Helton was a guy named Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning took over the starting job and never let it go. Of course, he'd go on to lead the Colts to a Super Bowl victory. And then after the Colts threw him away because of a neck injury, he came over to us in 2013, took us to two Super Bowls. And we won that one in 2015, Super Bowl 50. God, we miss that guy, don't we? I mean, I love watching the Manning cast. But but Todd Hilton, that's huge. He is the only the second Rocky to make it into the Hall of Fame, which seems incredible. But that's where we're at. Uh, Larry Walker, the other one, if you have not yet had an opportunity to go out to Cooperstown, man, you got to do that thing. Uh, it is it, If you're a baseball fan, if you're not a baseball fan, you're going to find Cooperstown to just be some beautiful place you can hang out and get a little paddle boat and go on the lake and all that stuff. That's all great. But if you're a baseball fan, it, it's like Mecca. You know, the kids, um, the kids have been, I took Graham there for the big baseball tournament that he had to play in a couple summers ago. Graham got a couple home runs and it's really cool the way they have it set up. They have all these really nicely manicured set up fields that have short fences, about 200 feet. Well, you know, for the kids that are 11 and 12 and stuff like that, that's fantastic. Um, but Todd Helton's going to go in there. He's going to have himself enshrined in this thing for as long as people care about baseball and maintain that thing. One one quick thing, though. If you get there, if you've been there, you probably noticed the same thing I did. The building itself, you're expecting a cathedral, right? Like you're expecting some. It's not. It's kind of modest, at least in terms of the outside of it. You could drive by it in a millisecond, blink and miss it, and end up surrounded by shops that sell a bunch of baseball memorabilia. But uh, if you do get yourself over there and you go in, man, you just remember so much stuff from being a kid. If you grew up with baseball, you just remember so many things uh, just from history, from things that you watch, maybe with your dad. I remember growing up a Yankees fan here in Denver before we had a major league baseball team. And, and by major league, I mean, yes, we had the uh, the old Colorado Rocky. I mean, the uh, not the Colorado Rockies hockey team. We had that. We had the old Denver Bears and then the Denver Zephyrs. And then we ended up with the Colorado Rockies. Um, but I remember watching the Yankees games there, specifically the 77 and 78 World Series against the Dodgers, Reggie Jackson, Mr. October and all that. Well, they have all that stuff there. And if you're a Cardinals fan or a Cubs fan or a fill-in-the-blank fan, they have the memorabilia from the greatest moments of the sport for your team. And it's just it's a cool thing. And now Todd Helton ends up going there. If I knew Todd, I would have said, let's get Todd on the radio, but I didn't think to ask Kelly that. Kelly, do you know Todd Helton? Is there any way we get him on today to talk about the joy of... I, I do not. Now, we're not a sports show, and that probably means that he doesn't know who the hell we are either, but uh, it seems like we should be able to just pick him up and call him because now he's in the Hall of Fame and he's a Colorado Rocky and all that. I mean, shouldn't that be how it works? Yeah, nothing but time on his hands. I think so. I think so. When you've played baseball for 17 years, for the same team, by the way, folks, who does that? You know who can't say that? Shohei Otani. He can't say that. Of course, he's got a trillion dollars, and maybe that makes up for it. But Todd Helton played with the same team his whole career. You love that. That's very Derek Jeter. You know what I mean? I love that. You can't say that about even Wade Boggs or Roger Clements or some of the other greats. Everybody bounces around. Tony Gwynn, you can, and that's my little tip of the hat to our friend uh, 
Stefan Tubbs. Um, but that that's where we're at today. Some other stuff that's going on in the news. There was, a, and I want to talk to folks about this right here. There was a big vote in New Hampshire yesterday. It was called the New Hampshire primary, first primary of the presidential election season in America. I do want to talk about that. But there's something else that got brought to my attention. that I saw it on social media. Somebody had pinged me with this thing and said, hey, man, you got to check this out. And uh, it's going to blow your mind. And I don't, I don't know how to set this thing up other than to play the clip with just very little setup. But there's a guy um, named Jeff DeWitt. Jeff is the David Williams of the Arizona GOP. He is the chair of the GOP. And it looks like he met with Kari Lake at some point. And I'm almost certain it's Kari. I said it, Kari, before, and somebody corrected me. I think it's Kari Lake. He, uh, he meets with her. If you guys haven't listened to this clip, we've got some sound of this. He meets with her. And he ends up saying some things that sound an awful lot like he's trying to buy her out of running for the United States Senate. And so she records this thing and, and Kelly, you, you've cut it up into a couple, a uh, couple bits of sound. Can you play that for us? At least one of the first clips, it gets right off to the, to the jump from social media. And, and just let me, I will. And just let me add that we have enhanced the sound on. We've this. enhanced the sound. Yeah. So it's so going to sound better. better than anywhere you've heard it on the internet. Nice. If you've already heard it. Here we go. Is there a number at which I can be bought? That's <laughs> what it's about. You can take a pause for a couple of years. No. Let me go right back. Okay. No. 10 million, 20 million, third. No, no, no. A billion? No. This is not about money. This is about our country. Okay. I think it's disturbing that they would even that anybody would think this is. I, I not to be fair, even me, even me. I'll say this: I want a fresh face right now for the reason that I've never seen anyone. I can't think of a single person in a federal race who lost ranting the other one. Can not think of it? You can think. I'm not going to let these people who hate our country tell me not to run. You should call them and tell them to get behind me. So what's going on? What is? Uh, I'm assuming this is our friend. Oh, this is this is this is back east. They there are very powerful people that want to keep you out. I don't know when they do, but they're willing to put their money where their mouth is in a big way. So conversation never ends. That is uh, that's Kari Lake. I mean, can you? Can you believe what you're hearing here? Jeff DeWitt, the state party chair for the Arizona GOP, seemingly having a conversation with Kari Lake where he suggests that there are powers that be back on the East Coast, back in the East, I presume in the D.C. area. And they're prepared to provide her with someone. Now, there's more to this clip. We'll play more to this clip. Not the, right this, this is second. crazy. The, oh, this is right crazy, though. They should want me. I'm a great candidate. People love me. These people are corrupt. Well, maybe you're right. They are right. They are corrupt. This is a wrap. Don't, don't go. You're in trouble, though. I'll get myself in trouble. And this, 
you, if you if you say no, that's just fine. It's your choice. Tell me more. They're gonna have try to have me murdered. <laughs> oh, God, he's saves world land. Get that stuff that came out last week is right about the cartel stuff. Damn. Right, the car they said the cartel's operating in fifty states right now, like half of eight. You know. know, so, so what what what's going on? Who is it? What? Forget the who. Let me just say the other one. Let's just say there are people calling around, saying, "No, the cab needs to repeat it." We say no, don't because I got offered to buy out. Yeah, don't. Because then we lose our ability to get things done. Other. Here's this my problem. Rather than just say, let's work with her. She's a great Because they don't own me. And it pisses me off. Yeah, I said, what about all this shit? It's about control. I don't know if it's about control. It's about being on the team. I guess that's. You and we, they want to be on the team. They want you to be on there. You know? But if they're pushing a globalist agenda, I can't do that. So what do they want? What do they want me to do? We only just say our tubes. <laughs> but let me tell you what I can offer you. But um, I said you can do whatever you want. He can't listen. So the, the ask of me was it's kind of fun. so the the ask I got today from back east was is trusted us. Is there any companies out there or something that could just put her on the payroll and give her some brown? I said, well, what do you want her to do? Whatever we need. Yeah, that was, again, that is uh, Kari Lake and the state party chair, uh, Jeff DeWitt, having a conversation that clearly indicates there are powers that be back in D.C. trying to keep Kari Lake out of the race. Now, keep in mind that this particular clip was recorded a long time ago. And by a long time ago, I mean last year, 10 months ago last year. March of 2023 is when this conversation was had, which may have been before Curry got into the race. I can't remember. But this, first off, brilliant on behalf of Kari Lake to record this. Two, hey, everybody, heads up. Kari Lake records her private conversations with people. So, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's an everyday thing. You know, she was a reporter for a long time, but uh, she did it here. I'm sure Jeff and she probably don't talk much other than how's the weather. Things are good. You know, uh, is, nice to see you above ground. Is What's it legal? Jeff? Is it legal in Arizona to record conversations? Uh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take that, uh, that question and use a, something called the Googles to try to find that. Um, but I would guess like Colorado in Colorado, we're a one party consent state. So you can record, Someone and it looks like now here I'm looking at this. Arizona also has a one party consent law, so you can record a private conversation. The conversations you can't record are the ones where you're not a party to it, so you can't surreptitiously record a conversation where people don't know that you're there. But if you're there, even if you're not a participant, you could turn on your little phone and record the whole conversation, and it would be completely fine. Some states, and it's not a huge number, I want to say there's 11, maybe 11 states that are two-party consent states that require that other person not only to know that you're recording but agree to it to keep it going. Uh, we just don't do that in Colorado. And my guess is most of the West, I can't, I think California might be a two-party consent state. But other than that, most of the West, I think, is one-party consent. So she could do this. 
little unsettling, but I guess this is the modern era, right? Like if you're going to run for office, there are things called trackers and trackers are usually young people paid to just follow a candidate around filming and recording everything that they can possibly record or film with the idea that at some point you're going to let your guard down, you're going to say something ridiculous, and then you're going to end up on some social media or maybe some uh, legacy news type thing. Well, that's what happened here. Kari Lake's a genius when it comes to this media stuff. The question is, does this for you, like, does this for you, if you're not a person who believes in the swamp and the deep state and all that stuff, does this give you some pause? I mean, it gives me a little pause. Like, do I think things like this happen? I guess I'm, I'm disappointed they didn't happen to me. I would have loved to have had the opportunity to have a conversation about. So what exactly are we talking about? You know, I mean, <laughs> is there anything they can do to put me in a better climate? You know, <laughs> I mean, there is a law, by the way, in Colorado where you cannot try to bribe someone out of running for office. That is a legit crime, and I'd have to go look that up. I don't know if Arizona has the same thing, but if they do, this Jeff DeWitt guy could be in trouble. I mean, it's a heck of a thing to consider. Um, let's see right here. Here's some texts. Um, oh, that, 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 that was weird. I'm not sure what that was. Charlie, it's Susan Bruner Pratt. Are you on the air now? I don't know who Charlie is. I need to contact Deborah Flora. Is there <laughs> Charlie's not here right now? I don't know. Maybe in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm a third generation of Denver, but I certainly didn't vote for the legalization of weed and for this flagrant madness. Oh, look at all this stuff! Wow, lots of stuff going on here on the text already. Um, for Carrie Lake, does this convince you that there is a deep state out there that is trying to undermine conservatives? I, I'm a little torn on this. One, do I think things like this happen? I guess I thought they were things that happened back in like the 70s and 60s and 50s. And before that, I didn't think they happened today. This guy, this Jeff DeWitt guy is horrible at what he's doing. There's got to be a different way to have this conversation. But it sounds like this guy watched a movie on how to suggest a bribe and then uh, tried to fill that role. I don't know. I don't know what else to do. Oh, Corey, our friend, uh, Corey, who's an attorney, has uh, texted in to let me know and remind me that in the state of Colorado, attorneys cannot record anyone surreptitiously uh, without their consent. I think that's true. I wonder if it applies. Like if I sit down and someone tried to bribe me out of running for office, God knows, I don't know why they would want to do that. Um, and I recorded it, would I be in trouble? Would my law license be in trouble for that? It feels like that, especially because it's a crime. Um, yeah, that's a great question, Corey. That's a great question. Here's another one. Uh, oh, boy, oh, my. I can't see how the GOP wins when the back east money owns state party chairs in some states. I'm not shocked with all that has happened here in Colorado. That's our friend Scott, a brother from another mother. Uh, I... I'm concerned about the idea that there is a group of people out there trying to keep folks from running. My guess is their interests are we think we can win better with someone else. And that might be true. I looked at the polls. Kari Lake is neck and neck with the uh, the other guy that's running, the presumptive guy from the other party, I think. But um, I think they're looking for a solid win. And, and are these the same people that are backing Nikki Haley? Is this the same group of 
Republicans, deep pocketed Republicans who are out there trying to make sure that if you are perceived as a MAGA extremist, that you don't make the decision to run because hmm, we'd like to win. I don't know. What do you think of all this stuff? 303-696-1971. Here's another uh, text. GOP is just the other wing of the same bird. Disgusting. I don't know what you mean by that. I have heard uniparty. I don't believe that. You can't possibly believe that on things like uh, abortion. Uh, The Republican Party, while there are some members who are clearly more permissive on the idea of abortion up through the first trimester and all that stuff, you cannot say that our positions are close to the same as a Democrat party who just had a governor sign a proclamation proclamation championing abortion. And at the same time, uh, there's a group out there launching a ballot initiative to enshrine abortion up until high school graduation for the, the fetus slash student into our state constitution. We're, we're just not the same party. I don't, I don't agree with that. Um, here's one election fraud. J Alex Halderman accessed dominion voting machines and changed the outcome. This occurred in day four of the trial currently going on in Georgia. For the, 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 Billy, check it out. Jay Holderman is a University of Michigan computer science professor. I suppose we could look at that. Look, the last time I saw any video on YouTube about it, these dudes had one of these machines and they squirreled it away in some motel and like disassembled it to be able to get it to do what they wanted it to do. And it's like, well, okay. I mean, I can, I can type out a bunch of letters onto an antiquated you know, calculator and turn it upside down and it reads boobs. That doesn't mean that I've hijacked the the, uh, calculator. What do you think about this? Is this an indication that the deep state is real, that there are big, deep pocketed, moneyed folks out there who are trying to be the puppet masters that Vivek Ramaswamy, and I got to be candid with you. I'm so tired of that guy. I I can't be more tired of any other politician, Chris Christie included, can't be more tired of anybody other than look at me, look at me, Vivek Ramaswamy. And his constant teasing on the the social media is about we know what's going on and the plot is right in front of us and everybody can see what's going on uh, and the puppet master thing. I don't think Nikki Haley is being controlled by puppet masters. I think Nikki Haley wants to be president and the MAGA, the MAGA path is occupied right now. In fact, the MAGA path and a couple others are occupied by the same dude. She's only got the one path. So I, I don't see this as, but this constant puppet master thing is annoying. Now, having said that, <laughs> this Kari Lake thing is crazy. The state GOP chair tried to put his fingers on the scale on behalf of some deep pocketed money people in that he describes from the East coast, so much money. And then if you listen to that second clip that Kelly played, part of it was, Hey, is there some kind of a company you might want to work for where we can pay you a big fat salary? And, uh, you know, and, and if you listen to the rest of the clip, there's a lot of it. There's a, a bunch. I don't know if Kelly got the whole thing, but th- this thing goes on for five, nine minutes, something like that. And at one point, She says, they just want me out of politics. And he said, no, no, no. They just want you to take a break for like two years, just two years, so that we can win this seat. 
And she says, no way. And now, of course, she's going to play this. If I'm her, I put this up in ads. I mean, if, if I'm her, I sh- this is me standing up for the little guy against the big, rich, silk-stocking dudes. But why that- did it take her a year to do it, to post it, to make it public? Because she is a genius. Because she's a genius. It is now less than 10 months before the general election. Everything else leading up to this is likely to have been consumed with the 8 billion other people running for president at the time. People were thinking about different things. But the timing of this, I don't know. I could see it being later even. But January, I don't know. Somebody slipped this thing to the Daily Mail, and they're the ones that ran with it, and it's now become this firestorm. Can this dude survive this? Can Jeff DeWitt survive now that this thing is out there? But it's such a great question, Kelly. Why didn't she come forward with it right away? Maybe she was hoping they'd come come with a truckload of money. Maybe she thought they would up the ante. I don't know. But I haven't seen a response from this guy yet. I'm anxious to see a response. Can you imagine a state party chairman putting his fingers on the scales of a race during a primary? Oh, wait. That's that's a hits a little close to home, doesn't it? It feels like that's part of the direction that we're going maybe here in the state of Colorado as we have a friend of the show, Dave Williams, who's the state party chair, who's also running for Doug Lamborn's open seat in CD5. Now, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. But this idea that a state party chair is going to try to marionette his way to setting up the stage for the outcome of his choice. It's just, it's fascinating to me. 303-696-1971 is the number. Let's do this. Let's cut away for a break. We'll come back. We'll get some other things squared away. We'll continue to talk about this and other topics. It's George Brocker, 710 KNUS. This is about defeating Trump. And I think that's a bad, bad thing for our country. DeSantis is not America first. This is about the final death blow to Trump. And I don't think that's good for our country. And you know, I love I mean, I love it's not good for our country, Jeff. It's not. But at the same time, I'm not even sure Trump. I don't know. I think what it really comes down to for a lot of people, not only by like control or agenda, it's just about the ability to raise money to win. You know, if you really want to know all of those politics, well, and even on their end, what makes that on most of I know. These, all these consultants don't want their they're payday debt. And I don't want to make a deal with these kind of people. This is a hill worth dying on. I am not. If they're going to steal the election to make me and our, our movement go away, I'm not letting him do that. I owe it to the people of Arizona Ooh. to carry their torch and their voice. Ooh. You don't go away. But... This is the battles right now, Jeff. You kill your coffees. No, the battle is right now. The battle is right now, and um, we don't have time to to pause on this battlefield. You're not. What you can't scratch the back. It's not afraid. Yeah. You don't have anything to offer them. And that's the armed people that have stuff to offer them. You know what I mean? It's just it's. It, it's a it's a backstretch of the club. That's all DC is. It's a big mm-hmm. backstretch on it. 
you're no, you're in no position to scratch anybody's back. And you already made it known that if you get there, you're not going to scratch anybody's back. I don't scratch people's back. I know I was, I've been on the outs for a lot of the work for a long time. I don't scratch my back. Mm-hmm. You know? Where are we in two years? If they steal the election again. Listen to what you're saying. Why don't we do something about it so that we, the people can pick our, what can we do? I'm not willing to accept that. And I'm going to be the biggest pain in these people. Go back and tell them that I'm running. And I'm going to be the biggest pain in their. I, I mean, I'm willing to tell them that. And they're going to have to kill me. To that stop was me. Uh, Kari Lake and Jeff DeWitt. He's the state party chair in Arizona. That's the uh, last of a long series of clips. We had three clips uh, that we played over the course of this last hour, um, highlighting what appears to be an attempt to buy Kari Lake out of the U.S. Senate race in Arizona. A couple things to know about that the social media folks don't seem to want to highlight that I think matters, and it's a question that Kelly asked in the last segment. This thing took place back in March of 2023. Kari Lake clearly had it. It sounds like it's being recorded closer to her. Kelly had to clean up the sound, but her sound was much clearer. It also sounds like she's eating chips or something. I don't know, nuts or something in there. But... um, she finally releases this thing to the Daily Mail, um, and it, it gets big. It gets huge. And now the question is, what's next? So Kari Lake has come out recently, like within the last day or two, and said, this guy has to resign. Says, you have to resign, and here's the quote. He's got to resign. We can't have somebody who is corrupt and compromised running the Republican Party. This is what she told an NBC reporter at President Trump's New Hampshire primary victory party. Why she was in New Hampshire, I don't know. Maybe she's auditioning for VP or something. I don't know. But here's the bigger question. If that's true, if she really believes this dude is corrupt and he shouldn't be running the party, why, as Kelly Michaels asked, did she sit on this for 10 months? Now it seems less like I'm this champion for the little guy standing up to the uh, overlords out there in the swamp than it is this feels like a political opportunity for me and genius on her part. That's so crazy. The DeWitt guy hasn't responded. Kari Lake hasn't responded to any other questions. Even the state GOP hasn't responded for requests for comment. But this thing is real. What does it make you think? Does this happen everywhere? I mean, I've never been in this position. And I don't, you know, I'll give you an example. And in no way am I suggesting that he would be part of this or capable of this. But, you know, there was a time back in the day, 2017-ish, where uh, some young prosecutor out there got it in his head that he could run and win in the uh, open governor seat and win the Republican nomination. And just so that we're all clear, based on things I couldn't have known in advance, but the way it played out at the state assembly, I think I would have won the Republican nomination, but I think I would have lost the election to Jared Polis. Nobody was going to beat Jared Polis that year, and frankly, nobody was going to beat Jared Polis in 2020. And it's not the fault of the Republican Party. It's just the demographics of the state right now, the way it's set up, and in part, maybe it has something to do with the fact that we carpet bomb the state with ballots and we're encouraging people to vote who 
really don't know what's going on, don't care what's going on, but some nice people came to the door and said, hey, can you get the blue envelope and let's talk through how you can make a positive difference for Colorado. I, I don't know how much that was it, but nonetheless, nobody ever approached me and said, you know, people back east really would love to see Walker Stapleton as the governor, you know, or people really want to see Greg Lopez as and that one seems a little more far-fetched because Walker was the guy that had all the Bush connections, but um, that never happened. That was never even intimated at. There's never been a suggestion of that. I did hear of a story once, though, on the other side of the aisle. I heard of a story where somebody who's in a statewide office right now talked to somebody on our side of the aisle about not running against him for a specific office. We're never going to get into the names here and said, Hey man, there's a bunch of great jobs out there. I know of one that's open at such and such a place and it pays this big dollar amount. That's a lot more vague and nuanced than uh, Jeff DeWitt from Arizona, but dang, but that's the closest I've ever heard. That's the closest I've ever heard. Does this continue to go on? And does this change your opinion of Kari Lake? Does this make you think I am more supportive of her now than I was before because of her willingness to stand up to the swamp? Or are you thinking like, and it was such a good question that Kelly asked, wait, if this is such a big deal, why keep this in your pocket for 10 months? Why do that? 303-696-1970. We're going to cut away for another break. We'll come back. We'll have a couple minutes left. I'll get to the text. There's a bunch of texts now in here too. Keep them coming. What do you think of Kari Lake? Does this go on all the time in the Republican Party? Is this what makes Trump so appealing? Because there are these money, deep-pocketed, mysterious deep staters who are trying to manipulate who even runs for office. 303-696-1971, George Brocker, 710 KNUS. George Brocker, back with you here, 710 KNUS. Not a lot of time left to get through all the texts. I'll try to get some of them here. Um, here it is. I hope you give, blah, blah, blah. oh, here it is. Yes, I can believe they are bribing Kerry not, not to run. The deep state and cabal exist. One of the hundreds of reasons the border needs to be closed in because the cartels are in every state as jeff confirmed in the conversation it's also been confirmed colorado has at least three cartels here we need more genuine politicians like carly lake who will actually put the people of this country first here's another i think a lot of politicians have stashes of attacks on various opponents it's a good strategy don't you agree um i think there is some of that but who's she, who's the opponent here texture who is that I mean, I think oppo research is legit. It happens all the time. In some ways, it's it's why you have more confidence in a candidate who has run and been elected before because you presume that they've been through that vetting process more than once. Um, and that's not always accurate, as you know, from uh, Mike Lynch, who we just had on yesterday. We'll talk about that a little bit, too. There's an update on that from some stuff that happened since we were on the radio. How much time, Kel? 30 seconds. Look, I can't get through all the text, but let me do this. I want to reset here. We're going to talk about what happened in New Hampshire. I'm going to update you on the Mike Lynch stuff that took place yesterday. And I want to get your feedback on this as to what now, what do we expect now? And I'll tell you my position as well. You stick around. It's George Brock around the George Show 710 KNUS. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.